welcome to the week with Lisa. I'm Lisa. And this week, we're going to talk about medical procedures. And there is a reason for that. So, recently, I had um, a medical procedure where I had to wear a blood pressure monitor for 24 hours. The worst 24 hours of my life, I might add. Now, let's just set the scene for you. I am relatively a heavy sleeper but with having two slip discs in my back I don't sleep very much when I do sleep it's kind of few and far between if I get a full night's sleep it'd be a bloody miracle this blood pressure machine was designed to go off every hour now for those of you that have no idea what I'm talking about or those of you that have never had the blood pressure done it's a cuff that goes on your arm and it squeezes and squeezes and squeezes to the point where you actually you can actually cry out in pain, which I've done on several occasions the last couple of weeks. Now, this blood pressure machine, I think, was trying. It just hated me. That that's it. It's plain and simple. It hated me to the point where I was told I could drive without a problem. So I've been to work. And as I'm driving, I've had to pull over because it squeezed my arm so tight that I couldn't feel my fingers. And my whole of my hand went red. Now, I know it's obviously trying to get the pressure in the blood and everything else, and I understand that. But why so bloody tight? I even undid the cuff and loosened it slightly, and it just got tighter. So, there is a reason that I've had this blood pressure machine on for 24 hours. Which incidentally has left me with bruises, I might add. Um, when you sleep, I tend to sleep on my left hand side. And then I'll roll over and sleep on my right. So there is no right or wrong place to put a blood pressure cuff. Um, and what people don't realise is there's actually like a um, metal bone in it. To kind of keep it shaped, so to speak. Well that bugger has left me with bruises under, actually underneath my arm. So, I've got bruises. It's quite tender. Um, I think the muscle has just decided it just doesn't want to be there anymore. Um, <clears throat> it's tender to touch. So, I go to bed with this blood pressure machine. Thinking, great, okay. I might get some sleep, but not a lot. Every sudden hour, this thing woke me up. Every hour. So, if I saw midnight, I saw 5am. I saw them all. I ended up getting out of bed at 5am and actually going to work by quarter to six. Which is really unusual, but I was out of the house and gone. <clears throat> now, the reason I had this. I, if you've listened to the podcast before, you'll know that my dad died in 2021. And my dad had heart failure. Now, recently, and I say recently, in the last 12 weeks, I've been having what I would put down as heart palpitations. And I was a little bit worried about it. So, obviously, I took myself to the GP, asked them to check it out. Which means that I've had an ECG done. Now, unless the palpitations are happening at that point, they're not going to show up on an ECG trace at that minute. Unless somebody's really looking for them. So, I've got to be on a 24-hour monitor which it happens actually next week. When this goes out, the week this goes out, I will at that point should have had that done. So anyway, oh no, that's a lie. This will go out this week. 
I'm recording this. I'm normally in advance, but I'm actually not at the moment. So this will actually go out on Sunday, I think. Yeah, I think this this one this podcast will go out on Sunday. Anyway, um, so I'm having it done on Monday. Um, so that's another machine that I'm going to have strapped to me for 24 hours. Kind of, hopefully, going to show that I am having heart palpitations and I'm not just losing the damn plot. But to go along with the heart palpitations and the trying to investigate what's going on, I've had blood tests, bloody 24-hour monitoring, ECGs, weight check, um, been told my cholesterol's high, no shit Sherlock. Um, And I get it, I get that. All of this is an investigation process, it's something we've got to go down, but... Why? Why, can, why can't there just be an easier, simple solution to taking your blood pressure? Surely there's a way of doing it without squidging the blood right out of your arm. At, some, at one point today, I actually thought my arm was going to explode because it was so painful. The fact that it's left me with bruises makes it even worse. I know uh, my husband uh, has had stomach issues since January. Um, and when I say stomach issues, anybody that's ever, ever had a kidney stone will understand. Paul had a small kidney stone. He's got a couple of lesions on his kidneys as well. And they just want to do some investigation to make sure that everything's, you know, above board, so to speak. So we had to have blood tests done. Great, fine. Blood test came back with the usual. He's iron and vitamin C deficient. That's standard practice. Didn't come back with anything else. Okay, great. So they sent him for a CT scan. Now, for those of you that have listened before, will know that Paul's got PTSD. And anything to do with needles, it takes weeks and weeks of preparation to get him to understand that this is not a bad thing. And it can be hard work. But that's another story for another time. So they decided to send in the letter the day of his appointment, which he'd had a phone call for a week earlier. So he knew he was going for the CT scan. Thankfully. The letter arrived to tell him that he was having a needle. Well, that didn't go as planned, as you can imagine. In the end, they did the CT scan without putting in the luminescent whatever the hell it is to try and show everything up in his kidneys. And hope and pray that whatever's there, they'll find it. Now, for those of you that might work in A&E or or work in radiology, 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 that's the word, will know that there is another version not just the cannula you can actually drink the stuff as well Um, and he did agree to that but at that time they didn't offer it him so he didn't end up doing it so I'm going to do a Jeremy uh, Springer my final thought if you're going to do medical investigations for something think about and read the records of the patient in question because surely there isn't just people like Paul. There's other people with mental health conditions or phobias of needles that will not have it done. Or will not accept that that's how it needs to be done. With Paul's PTSD, we have to go through a system of explaining why he needs it like that. Why it's got to be done like that. And reassuring him every step of the way. And that's... <coughs> excuse me. For me, that's what needs to be done. But yet, we are still in a society where 
oh, it's a needle, get on with it, I've done with it, you know, stop being a shitbag, so to speak. But it's not really like that, is it? So, think about what patients are going through. Think about the medical conditions of that patient. And for God's sake, find another way of, find, of taking somebody's blood pressure for 24 hours. Because a squishy blood pressure machine army thing, it does not work. That bloody thing came up with more errors than I've had at dinners. When they read that trace back, when I actually drop it back off tomorrow, and they download the data off that, it's going to say error, error, error. Oh look, one reading, error, error, error. Because all day it came up with errors. I even repiped it to put the pipes up my arm and round my neck and down the other side and honestly you've never seen anything like it i was wired to the mains and yet still error 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 if i put my arm down error if i put my arm up error if i bent my arm error it, it was just even in my sleep and i know that because it beeps and then starts as it's blowing the cuff up and then it goes beep beep because it's got into error mode whereas if it gets to the end and it actually gives you reading it just beeps so please medical people find another way of taking somebody's blood pressure for a 24-hour study because the blood pressure cough and sleeping is not advisable i am beyond exhausted now it's half past seven at night and i am seriously seriously trying to keep awake as long as i possibly can but actually, do you know what? I think it's time for bed. So have a wonderful day. This will go out on Sunday, which is this week. Have a wonderful evening. I'll see you again soon. Bye for now.